What's up, everyone? Welcome to Explain It To Me. This is a new show that we're going to try out where we talk about non-Star Wars stuff. But the thing is, Molly and I aren't exactly experts on everything, just Star Wars. So we're going to have other people come in, join us to explain things to us. And we're going to talk about WandaVision today. And we're going to talk about it for the next like five weeks uh, as these episodes continue to come on. But we have Molly and we have our friend Ashton joining us today who knows way more about uh, <laughs> the MCU and Marvel in general than we do. Hi, How everybody. dare you? I am an expert on everything. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> so let, let's just kick off with general impressions on the first two episodes that came out today. And for anyone in chat, there will be spoilers. I assume that you watched the episodes or else you wouldn't be here. But yeah, what, what did everyone think of the first two episodes of WandaVision. I liked it. I have no idea what's going on uh, or when this takes <laughs> place, um, but it was it was cute. That feels like it's in the spirit of this show. I feel the same way. I'm like, this was good. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. So I'm glad I have someone here to ask questions about. What do you think, <laughs> Ashton? I thought it was really good. Um, I liked the the overall style choices that they made. Um, you know the, and and there's like a really fun amount of mystery to what's going on. Um, it's there are definitely a lot of different different ways that things can go. So yeah, it's been really exciting so far. Cool. Um, yeah, I I was very into and Ashton and I were talking about this uh, right before we started about it, it seems like a very clever kind of way to get through a tv budget <laughs> is to treat it like it's a 50s or 60s sitcom and it's like yeah. it's all on a soundstage and it's all mm -hmm. supposed to look cheap <laughs> for yeah it's like oh, the plates look like they're on wires because they probably were and that's on purpose you know <laughs> did either of you watch like nick at night or tv land growing up yeah oh yeah that mm -hmm. i was i found myself very glad that i was like Oh yeah, I watched Bewitched in like the Dick Van Dyke show. So yeah, yeah. The a, second a episode, the the intro to the second episode was like very Bewitched, just like the Bewitched um, intro for the old show. I wonder, and maybe Ashton can speak to the. I wonder what's going on with like these decades and stuff. Yeah, it seemed like we started. I don't know, like in the 40s, 50s, maybe 40s, and then we were in the 50s because she had pants on. Oh my gosh! <gasps> <laughs> yeah, that kind of that kind of gets into like just a general what's going on sort of uh, thing, which there's a lot of theories about. But there's and, and there's a few different ways it could go um, based on like. And part of it is that they haven't really explored what exactly Scarlet Witch's powers are in the MCU, because sometimes they change things from the comics a little bit. But as I was going to ask you, like, give me a refresher on especially the comics. Like, what can she do? So as far as the comics go, her powers have changed a lot over time. Um, at first, I think this was her first thing. She she had the power to affect probability and like make really unlikely things happen. Um, and then just kind of generally had talent with like magic. And then she over time trained up different parts of different aspects of her power and became more powerful just at using magic and things like that. 
Um, but she had the ability to effect effectively just like warp reality. So there are storylines from the comics where she does things like say one of, one of the most famous storylines that she's part of is called house of M and she basically um, eliminates like 90% of the mutants on earth's abilities um, because she feels like they're doing more harm than they are good. And she just says no more mutants and almost all the mutants lose their powers immediately. <laughs> Um, cause she kind of has like a nerve, like a mental breakdown and does that. And so she can just like on a whim do that. Not like on, it's almost an accident. Like she oh. was having like a mental breakdown and then just like her powers got like completely unleashed and she, you know, in a moment of, uh, like crazy out, out, like <laughs> out of control power did that. Huh. Um, so yeah, she's one of the more powerful, you know, members of the Avengers in that way. Um, when she wants to be, I guess, <laughs> but again, it's things that have changed. And when she did that, she actually lost her own powers for a while in the process. So hmm. in the comics, <laughs> right? Because she is a mutant in the comics. Well, so that gets a little <laughs> bit complicated. <laughs> okay. For a long time, she was a mutant and it was that. So when, when they first, introduced her she wasn't um it it wasn't clear whether she was a mutant or not and then eventually it was revealed that magneto from the x-men was her father her and quicksilver's father and so then everybody's like oh she's a mutant well then in like 2010 or 2011 or somewhere around there there was this comic where she did a thing that targeted her own bloodline she was a bad guy for a while because of this weird storyline that was going on and so magneto was a good guy because everybody was inverted and so in order to try to deal with Magneto, she cast a spell that affected her own bloodline and it didn't affect Magneto. So in the process, they found out, oh, Magneto's actually not their father. And it turned out that they weren't mutants and that they were a science experiment, which actually brings them more in line <laughs> with their MCU counterparts, which is kind of interesting. Okay. <laughs> oh, so. glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, that's probably more than you needed to know about their comic you know, personas, but it does kind of give a frame of reference for the MCU versions. No, that's exactly like the kind of thing I'm, I'm looking for. Um, and what about vision? What, what is his deal? Cause honestly, I, he confuses me a lot in, in the movies. And then now, cause like he's a walking computer, but he can also phase through things, but also a piece of gum <laughs> will <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, apparently make him drunk. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, the MCU version of him, he's basically like Ultron 2.0. You know, he's like a better version of that sort of android, um, android superhero. Um, But as far as the comics go, I'm not quite as familiar with his character as I am with Scarlet Witch, but they do have a relationship in the comics also. And... One of Vision's um, <clears throat> primary like superpowers is that he can control his density. Like there's this sort of pocket dimension that he can send his mass into, or he can pull from it as well. And so he can make himself super super dense, and then he's like extremely durable and strong. Or he can make himself extremely light, and then he can fly and phase through walls and things like that. Huh. Okay, because he's just like a vapor, basically, <laughs> or like even less dense than that. It's it's a pretty weird power. 
cool. That that is crazy. <laughs> but in, but in reality, it's just a series of mirrors. Yeah, <laughs> apparently that's how mirrors work. I did love that joke. Yeah, mirrors <laughs> <laughs> work. Um, so, w- is any of this that's happening? Would you say it's based off of a comic or inspired by any of the comics or anything? There's things about it that seem kind of reminiscent of, from that House of M storyline that I told you about with the mutants. Hmm. Um, uh, insofar as it seems to me that maybe Wanda has had kind of like a mental breakdown and her powers have gotten out of control and she's creating this um, either illusion or actually warping the reality around her to be this kind of world. Um, there's a few different things that it could be. <laughs> and uh, someone earlier said that someone on the show, his boss actually called him dense. <laughs> oh said yeah. That, said that he was he dense. <laughs> that is good. But, um, but yeah, the, and also the trailer for the show that they played, um, a while back, there was a wine bottle that featured in the uh, in the trailer, and in French on the wine bottle it says "House of Something," and people have kind of taken that to be a nod towards the House of M thing. Mm. Um, so you know, there, there's little Easter eggs that kind of maybe link into that. We don't know yet. Yeah, mm. and like we've got the whole the 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 two commercials that came on like one was for one had Stark Industries one had Strucker watches yeah uh, so that's really interesting because in the MCU Strucker and Stark are both two people who have hurt her family a lot mm. you know because like Strucker was the one that did the experiments on them and either awoke powers or gave them powers you know um, whereas Stark they spent two days staring at a Stark Industries bomb. Yeah, you know, under a bed. And so like the blinky red light being kind of like unnerving kind of harkens back to that, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot oh, about yeah, the red light on the, on the toaster. Huh. Because, yeah, I, I saw it blinking and I was like, yeah, what's that about? Yeah. But they spent two days staring at a Stark bomb, you know, like wondering if it would go mm. off. So it's weird. Like this is a trope that's been used before, like in Pleasantville or whatever, like the black and white, but then every time color pops up, it's still just like a really striking thing that I'm like, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I'm still impressed by it. Well, and it was cool. Cause also like uh, the, the part where she finds the helicopter, mm-hmm. um, there was like a, a bit right before that, where you could almost see some eyes in like her eyes almost had some color to them. And there was like yeah. a little bit of color kind of bleeding through. That's uh, John Pierce. That's an interesting thought. Like that the the same actors are in these commercials. So mm-hmm. could be. Hmm. So like uh, if I had to if I had to guess what is happening, yeah, I, I would maybe guess that she's had some sort of breakdown and like someone someone is trying to figure out how to fix it. I don't know. Like there was that scene where the camera pulled out and someone was like holding a remote or something like maybe she's in some kind of facility. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the fence here on, on whether or not this is something that she's constructed in her own mind or, but yeah, we see that facility and we see, we've heard that person go like, who's doing this to you. Mm-hmm. And we know that person's name from the, uh, closed captions at least in one of the trailers that guy had a name in the closed captions so we know whose voice that is also oh, he did okay. yeah 
Okay. I don't know if you it's want a, me to say like, like uh, I I went back and I turned on the closed captions in the episode and it just said man's voice. Yeah, I noticed so, in one of the trailers the closed captions oh. actually said like Wanda such and such and then this person's name such and such. Mm. I'll, I'll leave it up to you. What do you think? Is that like a? Does it feel like a spoiler or? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's not something that's necessarily been revealed in the show. The person's credited as being part of the 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 episode. So okay, I then go ahead. No, I go ahead. <laughs> okay, so the the name that it gives is Jimmy Wu, and Jimmy Wu wow. is the Shield agent from Ant Man. Um, who has shown up in the trailers. Yeah. So hmm. um, that's who's trying to hmm. talk to her, um, which makes for an interesting thing about the symbol with the sword, because um, that's the symbol for an agency called S.W.O.R.D., which is <laughs> sort of... I was going to ask you, like, so what's that S.W.O.R.D. about? Okay, that makes sense. And it's another acronym. It's a counterpart to S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. Um, what is it? The, well, okay. So the interesting thing with that is that the count, the acronym is Sentient World. Uh, what is it? I actually pulled up the thing because I knew I'd forget the rest of it. <laughs> Sentient World Observation and Response Department. So their whole thing is that Shield is there to protect the people of Earth against supernatural threats, like on Earth, whereas Sword is there specifically to observe other planets with sentient life on them for mm. any threat against Earth. And hmm. protect against those. Um, they actually had a, a brief mention in a deleted scene for Thor, but they ended up taking it out because most of the people that are part of Sword are X Men properties, and they didn't have the rights to those characters at the time. <laughs> uh, I was going to say they're not; they haven't been doing their job very well. Yeah, <laughs> past few <For> movies. <laughs> but, but that sort of raises an interesting question of like, why are they involved with this? You know, like, did Wanda send herself off to another planet like Thanos? And she's, like, making that whole planet her weird reality? Or, like, what's going on? Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, let's let's run through just, like, a recap of these episodes and what all happens and see if any other questions pop up. Um, oh, it looks like somebody in the comics was saying... Or somebody in the comments was saying that S.W.O.R.D. has a different acronym in the MCU. So maybe... Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with or uh renamed a weapon oh it was sentient weapon okay so yeah and that makes sense because i mean wanda is about as much oh. a weapon as you can get so okay oh, yeah, that vision. <laughs> okay yeah sentient weapon observation response division huh mouthful well that makes more sense and takes a lot less uh hurdles to imagine why they would be involved for sure yeah uh, so the first episode was like the '50s inspired one, very like Dick Van Dyke. Uh, there, there, it's a very like '50s, I don't know, sitcom setup too. Of like, we can't remember this date, and now we think it's two different things, and it's making dinner for the boss. Really, the only thing that I got out of this episode, like I liked it, I thought it was really cute, but then that scene when it broke the 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 mood i guess of the episode and like the boss was choking and everything got like really dark that was the moment for me where i was like this is this is pretty cool yeah 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 that the was... boss's wife kept saying when she kept saying like stop it and yeah she but she was looking like... at wanda when she said it so it was... yeah that was creepy that's that was part of what was making me think you're like okay yeah this is seems like it's some kind of magical construct that wanda is controlling 
like yeah. it is, like unconsciously controlling sort of so is like has she yeah created this world and all of these people and is she like attempting to just live a normal life in her I mean, own head or on this fake planet or something it's either that or all the people around her are being like transformed into these Ooh. other versions of themselves by the like by Matt, by Wanda's powers. Huh. Yeah, because the all the other people uh, in the show they keep coming up in all the different decades, right? That's mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. I saw that in the trailer. Like it's the same actors, but whenever the decade or whatever changes, they're still there. Well, and also we know that she's not completely in control really of it because like people are like, like the, you know, Jimmy Woo is like reaching into this uh, world and trying to contact her. The beekeeper at the end of episode two clearly wasn't something that she intended to be there. So, you know, she probably didn't create that, you know. But at the same time, the beekeeper shows up and she just says no and like, rewinds everything so it basically kicks him back out right but it seems like people are able to enter it whatever like enter this like construct or weird magic zone (laughs) they're trying to break in but yeah it's it's almost Mm -hmm. like if if something weird like that happens her her brain kicks in and is like yeah no we're gonna rewind and do that over again how i would rather it play out yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that it doesn't turn out that this is all just happening in her head and it's just been a bad dream all along. Like, I'm really hoping that doesn't end up being the the big reveal, you know? I, I feel like it's not. I, I feel like it's something that's actually happening, especially if uh, this S.W.O.R.D. organization is, like, trying to fight their way in. Yeah. And, like, I really like what's happening. I like your idea that, yeah, she's just, like, moved into a neighborhood and taken it over. Yeah, like she could be just in like Calgary or somewhere and just like forcing everyone to be these weird like 60s and like 70s versions of of themselves and go about their lives in like that that mode, you know. Mm. Yeah. That's that's really interesting. So, let let's talk about Well, I mean, I I think the whole second episode, like the first one was just like a fun, mostly a fun thing that at the end gave you a little hint and then the second episode felt like it had a lot more going on where like Wanda sees the red helicopter. We had the beekeeper dude. Uh, mm-hmm. th- there was more interaction with some of the neighbors and like uh, one of the neighbors was kind of like, I don't remember who I am or like what my name is for a second. Yeah. Which like Wanda and vision don't remember how they got to where they are. Mm-hmm. So like there were a lot more questions raised by the second episode and and yeah the beekeeper. So what's going on with the beekeeper? Yeah. Like it really makes me think that it is a thing where it's like Wanda is <laughs> somewhere and she's just like altering the reality around her uh, with her magic, but she doesn't like know everything and so it's not part of the construct. Like the like the place Vision works at not having any real purpose. It's like well that's because she didn't bother to magically give it that much depth. You know, uh-huh. ultimately it's a facade. Um, I do love that joke. And he's like, now what do we do here? Yeah. <laughs> and I love the laugh track with all of that, where it's like, it's played <laughs> like everyone's laughing, like it's supposed to be a joke. And it's like, no, seriously though. Yeah. But really, what do we do? 
I really liked Dottie. Is that her name? Yeah, I was, I was oh. hoping you'd bring her up because because she's Emma Caulfield and she's Anya and Buffy, and I was very excited to see her in this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she she kind of broke there for a second. Well, we have uh, a theory that she's Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> she seemed too unnerved and like weirded out by everything that was going on to be like yeah. the villain. I don't know. I'm I'm more inclined to think that maybe. Um, um, Agnes might be um, mm. end up being kind of like not who she seems. Um, she she seems to have. That's uh, the neighbor that kind of is like has everything together and is like ushering her around and everything. Catherine. Yeah, Hall, she's yeah. always she's always talking about her husband, but we haven't seen him yet. I wonder if he exists. <laughs> he's in. I, I think he's in one of uh, the like credit scenes or opening scenes of this show. It's I, I remember seeing him in one of the pictures. Okay. The like show. the the animated intro or I think I think it might have been something I saw online when they were like oh, doing okay. previews or trailers of the show. Okay. Yeah, she does oh. bring up Ralph a lot. So Yeah. I th- okay. at least I think that's who it was. So I mean we don't really know. It was just I've a shot. Darth Mr. Meeseeks has thrown out Ralph as Mephisto a lot. There's so, there's a lot so... of there's a lot of uh of theories that Mephisto is going to be um, like involved in what's going on. I have no idea who Mephisto is. <laughs> <laughs> so Mephisto is basically like Marvel comics, Satan, basically like he's oh. the devil pretty much. And he's very involved in like the magic characters that exist in the comics. He's like a villain that pro- pops up for them a lot. And in the comics, he also, um, well, he, he's not exactly Satan, but he's he's a, a demon kind of character. And anyway, he um is involved in a comic book arc where he like is trying to steal Wanda's children also. Hmm. So that kind of ties in with some things that are happening in the show potentially. So yeah. who knows? That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, she like just that's... ends up pregnant at the end of that episode. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Are you going to have kids in the next one? Also, there's been some theories thrown around online that um, that Agnes might be Agatha Harkness, which is a character from the comics who's like a mentor to Scarlet Witch and teaches her how to use her magic. Um, but that's just kind of like the names sound similar and she's being kind of a helpful character. So maybe hmm. but there's, hmm. you know, could be. What what's going on? Do you think with Vision? Like, is he quote really there? Is he corporeal? Like, because he he died and died for real. Yeah, <laughs> we aren't. We don't really know. There there was the possibility that Shuri actually saved his consciousness and downloaded him into a computer. Hmm. He is a robot. Sure. Um, and there's the potential that that happened. And when someone asked, um. I think it was the Russo brothers that directed that. If that was the case, like if Shuri managed to save Vision, they said that they didn't want to discuss it. So mm. it's not a no. <laughs> yeah, but that's also just like a <laughs> that's also what non-answer. Yeah, that's what they said about whether Captain America could lift Thor's hammer before it happened too. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find. I saw uh, like this is another John Pierce with another thing. 
And I'm, I think John said something else <laughs> up earlier. I'm trying to find for yeah, the children. Like, for the children, right? But we have <laughs> yet to see any actual children. So that for the children thing right. was definitely something. Yeah, yeah. And it is odd that we haven't actually even seen any children in the show at all, considering that they mentioned them so many times. And that the talent show was for the children, and there weren't any there. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Strange Love KW says Agnes has the same necklace as Agatha in the comics, so well, that might be her. <laughs> yeah, could be. This is kind of relaxing, not having to know all this stuff. I like this show already. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's news to me. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of this is still like you know up and like you you never know with the Marvel stuff because sometimes they'll throw stuff in just to be like a fun Easter egg that they never do anything with. And sometimes it is actually a clue of like, oh, that's what that, you know, what's going on there. You could have seen that coming, you know. Yeah. So with with Vision, I'm curious about him because he, he's basically just Jarvis as a person with the Mind Stone in the movies, correct? Yeah, but he was also like this super powered android who also has these weird density powers for no explainable reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. What are what are his what's his background in the comics? Um, he's an he. I'm pretty sure he's an android in the comics as well. I don't actually remember what his what his actual origin story is. I like I said, I haven't read that many comics with him in it. Um, hmm. I'll keep an eye out in the chat. It's basically the same. Hmm. So I, just I looked up his Wikipedia page, but it's very long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's been around for like since i think the 60s he's one of the older characters that's both imagine if either warped reality to obtain or built their own families that they felt robbed of huh yeah, yeah it feels like she, the things that are happening are, are things that she just wanted <laughs> i really hope they do I'm I'm one other thing I'm kind of inclined to think that maybe Vision actually is like at least to an extent alive because if Wanda could just like bring back anybody that's dead like why wouldn't she bring her parents or her brother back in this like illusion world yeah you know what's like this is one of those things where I at least as a more casual viewer I'm happy that it feels like, yeah, they're definitely going to answer all this stuff. It doesn't yeah. feel like something they're just going to tease and not follow up on, but mm -hmm. it's, it's fun to speculate on what is going on. And like, I watched one of the trailers right before this and just seeing some of the, the weird and trippy, like reality bending stuff that, looks like it's going to happen down the line. Yeah. Well, and, and and that's another thing. Um the there's also some theories getting thrown around that maybe it's like some kind of multi-dimensional you know magic stuff going on because we know that that Wanda's going to be in the Doctor Strange um stuff and that, of madness. Yeah. So which would also be interesting if Mephisto ends up getting involved because he's frequently a Doctor Strange villain as well. Um, so who knows? Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see if these shows, I mean, they, they feel like they are going to be as important as the films. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but if if they are definitely going to like push some of that forward, that will then be tied into the movies. Yeah, yeah, that would be really cool. Because that was like the one thing that was missing with like the Netflix Marvel shows was that because of the like way that the shows were you know developed and and who was running them and everything, they just couldn't really tie in super heavily. Like they would mention the incident, you know, or things like that, but they wouldn't ever really have the characters show up. So yeah, yeah. If these if this really starts to tie in, that would be really cool. Quick shout out to Boomstick, who made all the graphics that you see on the screen right now, as usual. Super killer <laughs> stuff. Thanks, mm-hmm. Boomstick. <laughs> I think it would be really cool if if Quicksilver showed up in the show. I don't know if he will, but Yeah, I haven't heard anything about whether that uh actor, I always forget his name, is uh is at all rumored to be involved. Uh let's let's go like wild speculation mode we, we know that there are going to be some mcu characters like jimmy Wu and uh darcy is in the trailers but do you think there are going to be any like bigger surprise characters that pop up probably um, i mean it could like i mean i could see something like dr strange showing up in like at the end of the show when things are like yeah. really coming to a head that's kind of what um, i was thinking too especially someone like Dr. Strange, because this is like this crazy magical construct. If it starts to like spiral out of control even more, you know, maybe, you know, Wanda ends up needing help getting control of everything and actually like escaping this labyrinth, you know? And and it would serve as like a, the post credit scene almost of leading into multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. Be like, and here's how these two. W- one thing that's kind of interesting to think about too, is that, so shield and sword don't always actually like work together. So it's possible that Jimmy Woo could be trying to like reach her, but she might actually be in effectively in sword custody. Mm -hmm. Like they might be kind of keeping her contained because she's dangerous. If she's gone completely like out of control. Hmm. What do you think is up with like the decades? Why is she changing the decade from episode to episode? That I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's an interesting uh, thing to consider. But I, yeah, I have people, no idea. If anyone, in, if anyone in chat has some fun thoughts there, because I <laughs> like maybe it's just, she keeps talking about wanting to fit in, so maybe she's just trying different eras and different genres, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could be where she fits in the best. Either that or it's, you know, something to do with her, like, why this is happening. Like, because the, the last time that we saw her was, like, Tony Stark's funeral and everything. And she was kind of, like, mellow at the time and not having a complete nervous breakdown. But before that, it was her fighting Thanos and saying that he had taken everything from her. So it's like, maybe she's just kind of abandoned her, like, real life existence and started trying to, like, make this fantasy life and you know it's just kind of going a little nuts with it <laughs> that, that <laughs> and, sounds... and like her like fantasy life is basically what she saw on tv right. growing mm-hmm. up in like eastern europe somewhere watching these old tv shows you know yeah i that sounds like what floof is saying and i like it this idea that she's trying to create like the perfect family based off mm-hmm. of the model family of the sitcom mm-hmm yeah. This, this all feels like a one big coping mechanism, but a very 
magical one <laughs> where yeah. a lot of stuff could go wrong potentially yeah as color comes into the world things progress yeah like this just could be her working through her emotions um, it, it could also be sort of significant of her like as far as t like time moving closer to the present might also be her kind of like actually escaping this fantasy a little bit mm. you know like yeah. maybe she is actually kind of recovering and getting closer to reality again i don't know i wonder like if like the closer she gets to present time if if this whole process has been looping like she gets closer and closer to present time and starts remembering what happened and then it goes back to the 40s like mm. i wonder if this has happened over and over and over yeah that'd be interesting i mean I like, she also like <laughs> she also like the, jimmy woo is is asking her who did this to you yeah or you know and so like maybe there is more to it as far as her being in someone's custody like maybe sword has like used the tesseract to like put her in a pocket dimension in some magical container or something and this is her establishing a world inside of it you know who knows i i kind of i really dig well, the, the idea i got destroyed so that's not what it would be <laughs> i dig the idea that uh you mentioned of her kind of doing it and then maybe they contain her in <laughs> in her own little world or whatever yeah like uh, maybe there's some it's probably like a combination of both using her power on her or something i don't know I, I think well my my gut's telling me that like she is doing it to herself, but then yeah, they came along and like tried to contain whatever she's doing. So a combination. Yeah. Sounds, oh sounds cool. By the way, the beekeeper. I think you had mentioned that you wanted to talk about Yeah, I would character. love to talk about the beekeeper. And then that kind of like might be important for this kind of uh conversation of what's going on. Um so there's basically two things that in my mind he could be part of there's a there's some hydra characters like swarm that he might be involved with um that have like bug powers and stuff um but also the beekeeper uniform is very much associated with aim aim which is another acronym uh, uh, messenger, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah they they were in one of the iron man movies um the one with the like extremists that was aim was the group that was doing that. And Oh yeah. 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 Iron Man three. Yeah. And they didn't have the whole like beekeeper suit thing going on, but in the comics aim agents always have these like big yellow hazmat suits on with like beekeeper hats. <laughs> and even in the comics, they're constantly making jokes about them being beekeepers. And so like, that's always been a running gag. And so the thinking is that maybe aim is like sending agents to try to figure out what's going on with her because their whole thing is that they're this like scientific group that doesn't have any morals or ethics whatsoever. And they're just willing to do whatever experiments and create whatever horrible monstrosities they feel like would be an advancement in science. Mm -hmm. um, so he did, a, he did have a sword logo on him, but yeah, I could see. Oh, did he? I didn't see that. He did, but like it could still be maybe sword and aim are working together to yeah, like be. weaponize Wanda or something and see what she can do. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, aim also didn't. He did actually actively have bees around him too, though. So uh, who knows? <laughs> he did. 
yeah, there were like bees coming out of the oh, sewer yeah, when yeah. you opened the sewer. Well, like so, I wonder if that's. Uh... I thought they were flies because he was in the sewer, but <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> but I, I wonder. It did if... very much look like a beekeeper, so bees make more sense. I, I wonder if it's something that like that's just the way Wanda interpreted it. Like someone came in in a hazmat suit, but she just saw it as a beekeeper, but Could still be. had the symbol on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like we might, we might see at the end. Maybe this is all just like a Truman Show type simulation, where she's just like living in like a bunch of just a bunch of boxes, like a bunch of car cargo containers or something. But she's built this world around all of it. I wonder you if know? she's seen the beekeeper before, because she sees it and like says no, and uh-huh. then we we go back. Yeah, maybe like if they were like if that was the uniform that the like like working with the assumption that she's under like, you know, um, in custody of of sword and they've put her in some sort of containment. Like maybe that's the same get up that they were wearing when they like forced her into it, basically. And so that's why she immediately freaks out and repels that person. Yeah, that I think that's a good point. It does seem like she's seen that person before mm-hmm. and just like, mm not again yeah which would be really frustrating for that dude like did she literally rewind him and control time like he's like Haha, i got in and he's just like zoop teleported it's, out my, my assumption is that she basically rewound time until she and vision were unaware of him being there and just yeah. like erased him uh, mm-hmm. at the same time um the i'm remembering again the the toy that she found the little helicopter did that have a symbol on it did that have this sword? That had the sword symbol on it? Yeah. No, did it? Okay. I, 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 I think like so. A, could that be a drone surveillance something? Yeah, maybe. And, <laughs> and, the colors were very Iron Man to me. So yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's a good point. Well, and, and it being that... in color makes me think that it was like something sent from outside of this mm. magic construct or whatever. Yeah. What do you think was with all the banging in that episode? Oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it happened. It happened as the beekeeper came in. So, it that could just be literally someone trying to like hammer their way into this reality. Yeah, could be. Hmm. Well, we've been going for about forty minutes. Uh, I figured we'd go for another twenty. We'd go for like an hour total. So let's let's take some chat questions and keep on. <laughs> I do want to say, <laughs> I do want to say, like, as far as seeing other people uh, in this show, like seeing other characters pop up, I hope we get to see some of the new characters that are going to be in the the other Marvel shows. Yeah, like, that would be yeah. that would be nice. Um, I don't know. Throw throw She Hulk in there. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, that would. That's be really a good point. Like, as we continue on, will they do post-credit scenes? Kind of like with the book of Boba Fett. Are we going to get teases for... Will WandaVision end with... I think it makes sense to end with a tease for Multiverse of Madness, but it also could be like, and get ready for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then that could end, and it could be like, get ready for Loki. Man, each of those episodes, when it ended, and I paused it, I was like, wow, there's a third left. There must be an after credit scene. And then there's not. <laughs> no, that's just Disney both Plus. episodes. That's just like the credits being a million years long. Yeah. Look at the pot calling the kettle black. What's up, Ben? Let's see. 
This is definitely one for Ashton. Do you think we could see Dr. Doom as Wanda and him had a relationship in the comics? And they have Dr. Doom now, Marvel, yeah. the MCU does. They do. Um, yeah, there was a while where Wanda was Dr. Doom's wife. Uh, I think they actually were married. Either they were married or they were going to get married. I can't remember if they actually did. But yeah, um, maybe. Hmm. You know what dawns on me? Uh, so Sleep of Giants is mentioning, just just mentioning Loki reminded me they did like a, a Q&A stream the other night. And both Tom Hiddleston and Benedict Cumberbatch popped on. Mm-hmm. Might mean nothing, but might. I mean, might I could definitely see Loki role. showing up because, yeah, I mean, Loki is another one of those characters that, like, he has powers, but he also just does magic. Like, he's a sorcerer, basically. And so. And you mentioned earlier that they destroyed the Tesseract, but Loki in the. Yeah. So they Loki still, still have the Tesseract. It, it, it does still exist. Yeah. <laughs> well, plus, there's apparently just a bunch of other dimensions where they could go and get however many Infinity Gauntlets they want. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> uh let's see yeah i'm this is something interesting that uh i and i think wandavision is actually going to be six episodes i want to say really i mm-hmm. think so uh like all of them are going to be I'm, I'm looking up on imdb to see if i'm right but they, they really seem to be taking a different approach for every story because like Mando Mandalorian is eight episodes, but Cassie and I think they said was going to be 12. Like they're, they're kind of going all over the place with whatever the story needs, which is good. Yeah. And the more I think about it, the more I like the idea of them making sword into these kind of like sort of villainous version of shield where they are still like an official way off. There's nine episodes. It says on a Oh. I was gonna huh. say they it feels like they have a lot to cover and just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's nine episodes. I should have just waited for chat to yell at me. Yeah, okay. I don't know where I got six from. But um anyway, yeah, like I, I think it would be cool if they end up making Sword kind of this like slightly more villainous version of Shield, and maybe it's like infected by aim and they're kind of like influencing them. But I think that would lead really well into the um, Falcon and winter soldier show. Cause it would give That's them a like a shadowy agency to fight against, you know? Yeah. Cause we don't really know the plot of that. Do we not that I know of. Hmm. I mean, unless they just want to bring Hydra back again. <laughs> We did see the Hydra. And they're done that, yeah. Thing. I'm sure they will bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> I'd really like to see them bring some Ultron stuff back. Um, mm-hmm. Ultron is like notoriously difficult to get rid of in the comics, so it would make sense for, to some extent, for him to continue to be a problem. Yeah. Wait, I was looking at Vision's Wikipedia page, and it said that Ultron created Vision. Yeah, that that's true in the MCU as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, yeah, right. Okay. I mean, it was all very convoluted and kind of like <laughs> they, they kind of, well, also Thor finished Vision. Kind of. Into, like they kind of stole him and then tried to fix him himself. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I, I just had a thought because we, we did talk about this boomstick about the the two commercials and their significance. What do we think we're going to see in 
that seems like it's going to be something that'll keep popping up. So what will we see in the seventies? Like, uh, and, and who will be referenced? So we have Stark as a child, we have Strucker and her powers being made. So maybe we could, maybe we could get one of those like Captain America PSAs at some point. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, could be, that would be cool. (laughs) Maybe that's what everyone's talking about, about um, what's his name coming back as Captain America. <laughs> I would love it if he only came back to do those PSAs. <laughs> that he oh, did, yeah, that would be so funny. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, a, like the next step in her journey, maybe Hawkeye somehow, which would again tie into another series. Um, mm-hmm. Because he, he was pretty instrumental in, in their avengers 2 story yeah and in the comics that's another character that wanda had a like romance with for a while oh really yeah Ooh, she got around everyone in all the comics every character is like done yeah. it with everyone else at some point it's like the cast <laughs> of friends which they could <laughs> they could do a friends episode <laughs> oh man yeah they could do like a 90s sitcom that that would i'm sure they will actually because yeah well they threw out someone throughout sign rain man throughout full house which i kind of think is hilarious if mm-hmm. they uh, brought back <laughs> other Avengers <laughs> characters. I think it would be hilarious if there was Cheers. a whole episode that was just a game show. That would be interesting. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't I think see. they will because it's so <laughs> insane, but it would be Oh, fun. yeah, like Price is Right. <laughs> yeah, they're trapped in jeopardy for an entire episode. Someone else threw out uh, Modern Family for like the 2000s because then we could get like the, the talking heads. Oh um, yeah, Jane Dalton was saying that we could get the Talking Heads style, or like uh, The Office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or good old Parks and Rec. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> they could. They could have uh, Star Lord on there. <laughs> <laughs> who is the Who is the character when when Vision goes to the like neighborhood watch? group meeting thing who was the character that he said was a communist oh the guy with the mustache that cracked me up that was hilarious (laughs) that was really funny i just thought it was like a totally inappropriate joke (laughs) yeah (laughs) like can vision read minds now that i think about it uh i think he might have been able to before but that might have been the mind stone letting him do that so even if he could before in MCU, he might not be able to now. But also okay. this might be Wanda's, like, you know. It, I just like the idea that he read his mind and was like, he's a communist, but didn't know that that was like a terrible, like, <laughs> doing that person <laughs> yeah. in the 60s. <laughs> oh, you know what? I bet it was because of his boss telling him that he oh, like yeah. was a, a beatnik or whatever before and because he wore a turtleneck. Maybe uh-huh. that's what he was referencing because that was the same guy. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I was sad when he was like, my piano. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Wanda saying the thing about married men killing single men at an alarming rate or something. That was another good joke. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thrawn's got a theory here. Uh, anyone brought up the sword helicopter? My theory is Monica Rambeau, who introduced herself as Geraldine, was piloting it. And that, oh, wait, was that, is that Monica? Or was that the same actress from. I will check. Who? Oh, oh. I think yeah, from I... Captain Marvel. 
yeah, it is. Huh. Ooh. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. And it, okay, well, yes. and it even it even lists her in WandaVision as Monica Rambeau slash Geraldine. Oh wow. Very interesting. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense, Jane. Thank you. It's not the same actress because that was in the nineties and now it's <laughs> twenty five yeah. years older. Well, she did That's cool. That's cool. She said that thing about like the magic trick. Like at one point I was over here and then I was in a dark cupboard or something. I was like, hmm. Oh, yeah. Like I was more to that. That's cool. That's cool foreshadowing. Like, how did I get she she doesn't seem to know how she got there when they first met. But then again, it's like, how did I get into this cabinet? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the other thing a lot of people are thinking and might be a, a hint to Mephisto also was because that character said the thing about like. Somebody said the devil's in the details, and then mm-hmm. she was like, oh, that's not the only place he is. I think that was her. It was either her or Agnes that said that. Yeah. Um, and so that might be kind of a hint towards Mephisto's involvement and in what's going on. Yeah. It definitely feels like a very Stepford Wives. No one seems to know what's going on except for uh, Catherine Hahn's character, Agnes. Like she, yeah. She seems to have some idea what's going on. Well, and if it is Agatha Harkness, like injecting herself into this magic world, you know, through like a spell or something, then that would make sense. Mm-hmm. And then she she was like, I don't know how anyone does this sober. So maybe she's just like, <laughs> just like, oh, my God. What? Having just to over do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no way Emma Caulfield is a throwaway character. We, we've seen her in the trailer in color as well, but I... I think Molly would be mad if <laughs> the Buffy actress got left by the wayside. <laughs> People are saying that she did a spell in the show when the door got slammed in her face. I miss that. Who did what? Agnes. Like, so in the first episode, uh, oh. she came by for a pineapple. She was like, here's a pineapple for your cake. And then they slammed the door on her. Hmm. <laughs> I like this. She's the same character from Parks and Rec. Poncho. <laughs> Poncho. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've already done a lot of speculation. I was going to like speculate for the last 10 minutes or so, but uh, we've already kind of done that a lot. Um, any guesses on what we might see in the 70s? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I assume we'll see more Stark related things. I I think that would be cool. Uh I missed it. Boomstick said that he would guess that uh either uh Peter is that that was her brother? Piet, Pietro, but Pietro. I can't remember him. Uh Thank you, Boomstick. Pietro and uh, Ultron might be referenced in the future um, commercials. That makes sense. Yeah, that would be that would be at least Ultron specifically. If if they're going with the theme of people that have like been damaging to her over the years, 
Oh, this is. Oh Brady yeah, Brady Bunch, Bunch probably. Brady Bunch makes a lot mm -hmm. of sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Partridge Family sing-alongs. Yeah. <laughs> Would we see a bunch of kids in a Brady Bunch like episode? I don't know. Well, we we've seen that there are like two cribs in the trailers, so I do think that she might have her kids in the. One in the comics, she has two sons also. So. Yeah. So with, with vision via magic. <laughs> huh. I wonder if they're like, yeah, the whole for the kids thing. It like maybe there is something to that of they are trying to get the children of Wanda that would be super powerful or something. And maybe shield wants or sword wants to weaponize them or her or all of them. Well, she she loses the twins in the comics, right? Um, yeah. Well, Mephisto. Well, it, it, yeah. Basically, Mephisto is involved, and then it turns out that they were like an illusion, and then she kind of loses her mind, and again, that's <laughs> whole thing. That, that could be something that I is think. If I remember right. That was a long that, time ago. That could be something where she like has this like picture perfect family she has these kids it turns out to all be a vision and then she mm. loses her mind and like they like jimmy woo and the other people are like have to calm her down yeah hmm and that it's like real to her and she doesn't want to like exactly wake up if you will from this world that she's created in her own mind yeah face actual reality where vision is dead mm-hmm mm. Well, that just got sad. <laughs> yeah, that makes me think it won't go that route because of how sad that is. <laughs> At the very least, I feel like they're going to be bringing Vision back, like for real. Um, but <laughs> How do you think they would do that? Uh, I guess the well, Shuri, the Shuri, Shuri might have uh, downloaded his, his mind. But then it's like, well, can they make another Android body for, for right. him without the Mind Stone that will work, mm. you know, uh, the same way? Who knows? That could be kind of like a the way Dollhouse ends, where <laughs> uh, Paul tragically, Howard, like, yeah, yeah. Well, someone dies, and uh, they are able to take his consciousness and put it into uh, his girlfriend's head, for lack of a better word. I'm just like very simplifying this, but <laughs> maybe maybe Wanda could take Vision's consciousness and pull it into her head. Yeah, another, the another show thing. is so old. It's it's well beyond the spoiler <laughs> threshold. <laughs> uh, and another thing that's really um, been kind of funny because it keeps coming up is how Vision doesn't have like a normal person name at all, like an alter ego. Yeah, like he's had aliases in the comics because everybody does. But I I kind of like that they didn't bring that into the MCU and everybody just keeps calling him Vision as if that's a normal name. <laughs> yeah the, the, god this this series so far is very confusing and just like raises a lot of questions but in a great way mm -hmm. in an intriguing way um i'm just i'm just glad to have some mcu stuff back it's it was weird not having it for a year and i like hearing the the fanfare at the start was yeah it was comforting mm -hmm. yeah it was fun 
Um, does anyone else have anything they want to bring up before we close out? I want to save by the bell episode. <laughs> oh, that'd be good for the 90s. <laughs> the 90s has a lot of good options. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious to see when Marvel is going to start actually using some of the um, mutant characters that they have the rights for now. Um, if they're going to. I, like, we know that they're bringing Deadpool into the MCU somehow. Yeah. Um, we don't really know how that's going to happen, but maybe some kind of, like, multiverse thing. Who knows? But I, I imagine he's going to just straight up address it. Like, I think they'll keep it with the... He'll break the fourth wall and be like, how'd I get here? Yeah, could be. You know, and then they just won't really address it from the other movies. Uh, but I, I'd rather them bring in the like X-Men universe fully. Um, yeah. I think it would really work well for these shows that they're doing. Like um, somebody had mentioned that the She-Hulk show is going to be 10, 30 minute episodes mm. and like doing that sort of a format for X-Men would be amazing. Cause then they would be able to actually take the time to focus on all the different, you know, important characters as much as they need to. Yeah, I love the idea of maybe every episode focusing on one mutant and then the mm -hmm. last like one or two is like, and now we're all together and we're doing something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'd be, I guess I'd be surprised since it's like they kind of sort of just got the rights back. But there's a clip online of like, it's the the post credit scene for Iron Man 1 and Nick Fury is talking to Tony Stark and they filmed multiple versions of that where in some of them he's talking about mutants and Spider-Man and like he mentions all kinds of stuff and they were like we don't know what we have the rights to and what we don't so we're just going to film a lot so <laughs> maybe they've been doing that this whole time and <laughs> yeah it could they're be like ready to go with mutants um <laughs> also I've been saying forever that like they're getting into phase four and like this is the perfect time for them to start using fantastic four stuff but I don't know if they had enough time to really uh, plan for that, you know? Well, they announced that they're doing a movie, a Fantastic Four movie, but I I assume that's part of Phase 4. Might yeah. be at the end. I'm just excited to potentially get a good Fantastic Four movie, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Will it happen? Like, Third time's It's never been done. <laughs> There's no precedent. I think I've only seen the first one, and I watched it for the first time last year for the IG uh, tournament. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Ugh, I better get a question about this. And I didn't. Yeah. Watch that would be the funniest happened. thing if they were like, we're bringing Chris Evans back as the human torch. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, like, I wonder if they're doing this whole uh, Doctor Strange multiverse thing. And I mean, it's been all over the place that uh, Spider-Man 3 is going to have all the Spider-Man in it. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, may that's maybe a really just like really going to. They're making some really bold decisions with things like that, so who knows? I think Alex's head uh, earphones just died. <laughs> Molly and I both lost our AirPods at the same time. Nice. <laughs> Consistent battery life. <laughs> okay. Am I am I back? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, my, my AirPods just died. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, we yeah. action. Like, I know they're not dead. I've used them for way longer. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think it would be it'll be really cool to see some Fantastic Four stuff. Also, they have some of the coolest villains, so that'll be fun to actually see potentially some of them start popping up in uh <laughs> popping up in the MCU. 
Yeah, Doctor Doom. Right? Yeah, Doctor Doom is a big one. He's a really cool character just because he's like not like he's a villain, but he also is trying to be a hero in his own sort of weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just plagued by being like the second best at everything and constantly trying to fight people at fight people with the thing they're good at to prove that he's better than them, but he's not like he tries to outsmart Reed Richards and he tries to out tech Tony Stark and tries to out magic Dr. Strange. And he can't cause he's just a little bit worse than they are. <laughs> he's, but. he's just forever a bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, we have hit an hour. Uh, it's time to wrap up. So uh, Molly, why don't you plug your show tomorrow? Oh, uh, yeah. Check out Happy Hour with Jill and Molly uh, <laughs> tomorrow at 5 Pacific Time, 8 Eastern Time. We are going to have Laura Kelly on. Uh, it's it's very much Schmodown adjacent. There's probably not going to be a lot of Schmodown talk. There will be a lot of drinking and a lot of gossip. So, <laughs> yes, uh, check that out. It's going to be gonna be a good time we're making we're making a drink from the galaxy's galaxy's edge cookbook called port in a storm so supposed to be very strong we're gonna try it tonight and see what happens <laughs> yeah uh, we, gotta, we gotta test it out ashton you have uh, a twitch and a twitter oh yeah i do it's uh yeti boatman which is my uh call sign on most of our stuff except for squadrons um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, I, I don't use it all that much yet, but I probably will soon. So that's Check I should have out. introduced you as part of the the top squadrons team in the world as oh, of yeah. like six months ago. Worldwide. Yeah, this, this was a major award. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. A- Ashton won that from Operation Ace. <laughs> that's funny. It's a major award. Yeah. <laughs> if you're here, I assume you already follow us at Star Wars Explained. Uh, but yeah, we have Star Wars Explained. Uh, I'll be back streaming here to continue building the Lego NES set on Monday. And next Friday, uh, we're going to do this again, which was super fun. And it went well. We had over 100 viewers this whole time. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Also, I know we had some people subscribe and stuff. And uh, unfortunately, StreamYard did not alert me to that. But thank you for the subs and all the follows. We had a hype train at some point. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. I'm like looking back through the activity feed. So, so thank you for all that. Um, but yeah, we're we're going to head on out. And uh, I don't know if there's anyone to raid or if I can even do that through StreamYards. So <laughs> I guess we're just going to end the show awkwardly like we always do. Uh, but thank you all so much for hanging out and watching. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.